0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: I got a riddle for you. We've all got one. They're on banknotes and coins. Some people earn money from them, while some others are told that theirs is only good enough for radio or podcasting. Bit harsh, if you ask me. Anyway, I'm not holding any grudges. So, you figured it out? Nope. Well, I'm talking about faces. Faces. Your face plays a huge part in your self-image, fueling how you feel about yourself every single day. And that's something that applies to everybody. And look, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. We all know this. And the faceless corporations in the beauty industry know it too well. From skincare that swears to minimize your pores, to makeup that'll make your eyes pop, which sounds kind of painful actually, and hair care that promises glossier locks, do we all really need it? And if we do, how do we get it for cheap? I'm Nazim Hussein, and this is The Pineapple Project.
2: I had drawers and drawers and drawers full of makeup. Like, ridiculous amounts of makeup. I actually spent... Well, I don't even want to know how much. Probably, like, upwards of, like, a thousand or so dollars on beauty products. And I only really did it because it was what I was seeing online. That's
1: Angie Dixon.
2: AKA the budget millennial on YouTube and Instagram.
1: And like many Aussies, Angie was spending big on beauty.
2: When I realised how much money I was actually spending, I started to stop because I had other goals that I wanted to achieve. I wanted to travel, I wanted to go to Europe, I wanted to go to America, I wanted to save up for a car or a house. And I quickly chose to take the money that I was spending on those kinds of products and put it straight into my bank account. And then as I gradually got better with money and better with makeup, I realized that I could cut corners where like a lot of influencers and people were saying like, no, you need these particular products. And I was trying to find ways that I could utilize beauty to like the best of my ability and, you know, make myself feel and look good without spending a ridiculous amount of money.
1: Which sounds like an excellent goal for this episode, doesn't it? Let's all feel and look good.
2: I do love Instagram and I love following these people. But to be honest, it just got too much. And I found myself being influenced to buy these really, really expensive products that just weren't necessary. That's their job. They're there to promote high end products so then they can also get that commission. But I actually found that it was making me not as happy seeing all these things because I thought that I needed to spend that kind of money to look as good as they did.
1: And this isn't new. Before we had Instagram to face us into buying jojoba creams, there were glossy magazines. And before that, non-glossy magazines. And before that, some guy and horse would just ride up to you and go, look at your dry skin. You should be ashamed of yourself. And then they'd trot off. Every time my mum comes over, which is probably a lot if you ask most people, but not if you ask my mum, she says two things. Number one, Nazim, you have too many bloody sneakers. Can wear so many sneakers. (laughs) And two, Nazim, you must rub coconut oil in your hair to stop the balding. Here's the thing: I'm not actually balding. Uh, I'm not. I'm not being defensive. Like I'm just not balding. But okay, for the sake of this podcast, let's just say I am balding, which is not true. But let's just pretend it is. But it's absolutely not true. So hypothetically, if I was going bald or my skin was getting wrinkly, I would deal with it one way. The Frugal Way.
0: Hi, my name is Dr Michelle Wong. I am a chemistry PhD and cosmetic chemist. I make a lot of content on YouTube and on social media about the science behind beauty products.
1: I was bored in the shower the other day, waiting for my conditioner to do its conditioning, and I decided to have a read of the label on the side of the conditioner. And I came to realise... I don't know what that is. I don't know what these things are. Like, these are some of the ingredients. Okay, what the hell is sodium laureth sulfate or coca-mitopropyl betaine or glycol distearate? I have no idea what any of these things are. And I reckon most people don't either. But Michelle Wong is not most people. So I actually
0: got into this through, during my PhD, when I was doing my PhD, which was in medicinal chemistry, I was looking for products for myself. And being on a student budget and having a lot of time between experiments, I would just look up the products I was going to buy in a lot of detail. And since my area is medicinal chemistry, I knew a lot about how different ingredients would interact with my body, and I thought, why not also apply this to the skincare products I'm buying? Like I would grab a cream, for example, and it would say something like, it energises your skin. And I would be like, what does that even mean? How can a cream give my skin energy? So I'd started going through the ingredients and trying to look up all the ingredients and see which ones might be energising and then just going down a deep rabbit hole of maybe how would that ingredient actually do that
1: And this is important, because when there's supposed to be something miraculous in a skin cream that energises your skin, that's not something they're throwing in for free. It's not 2,000 years ago. We pay for our miracles now. So it's worth figuring out whether it's, you know, like, real. And Dr Michelle has been looking into the claims cosmetics companies make, and whether there's something we can justify paying for. A
0: recent one is changing your mood there's like a new category of skincare ingredients called neurocosmetics and they're meant to enhance your mood and it's all very vague and the closest I've gotten is some of them could potentially somehow, if they manage to get deep enough into your skin, like send messages through your nose but to be honest, that to me sounds quite scary and I'm not sure I would want to use something like that unless it had been through drug trials so yeah, that's been a weird one
1: get sucked into that one. Happy cream sounds amazing. Why wouldn't I want that? Oh, because I wouldn't be able to afford the rent if I bought it. And that would make me sad. Sad enough to need some happy cream. Problem solved. So I guess I could do with some advice on how not to get tricked by these brands. Dr. Michelle says it's all about the actives.
0: Unless there are actives in it, it's probably not worth it. And usually the good actives that will help your skin are, say, for serums rather than moisturisers. So if you're just looking for something to moisturise your skin, don't pay a lot. Also hydrating products, so anything that's meant to just add moisture to your skin, like hyaluronic acid products, um, glycerin products, these things do not need to be expensive. The best humectant product, which is something that holds water to your skin, is glycerin and glycerin is very cheap. You do not need to pay a lot for that.
1: Glycerin, I just looked it up, it's like $5 a bottle. So what are some other affordable must-haves?
0: So I think the number one has to be sunscreen. Obviously we live in Australia, so we are generally a pretty pale population living in one of the places with the harshest sun. So there's obviously the risk of cancer, but it's also the biggest cause of skin aging. Sunscreen is the best anti-aging product. And if you compare it to other anti-aging products and procedures, it is actually really cheap. So there are some really cheap sunscreens that are great. Try those, but if they don't work, then don't be afraid to go more expensive because sunscreen only works if it's on your skin and you need to apply a lot of it for it to work effectively. Getting a sunscreen that you enjoy is a good investment.
1: And fortunately, in the land of the hole in the ozone layer, we've had plenty of public health campaigns telling us exactly this. We all know how to slip, slop, slap. Angie Dixon, YouTube's budget millennial, has been on her own budget beauty journey, and she's got some tips to share. She starts with the basics. Before we start pasting all these creams onto our faces, our faces better be clean. And
2: a facial cleanser is meant to just cleanse your face, right? It's just meant to get the dirt, the grime, the makeup off. And you don't actually have to spend a lot of money on these things because they're on your face for like, what, 30 seconds. They're not meant to sit on your skin and soak in and get all the good stuff. It's just to get the dirt off. So the facial cleanser that I use, I only ever buy it when it's 50% off at Woolworths. It's like $5. Whereas a lot of the cleansers that we might see from, you know, the very high end brands, they range from like 30 to $50 and they do the exact same thing. The ingredients are very, very similar, Where you can get one for like five bucks and it does the exact same thing. I'm a little bit ashamed that I did spend like probably upwards of like a thousand dollars worth of makeup products. And I had a makeup product for every bit of my face, for eyebrows, for eyeshadow, for eyeliner. And there's no need for that. You can actually use a lot of makeup products for the same thing. So I'll give an example with blush. If you get a little bit of lip balm, And a little bit of blush, mix it together, you've got a tinted lip gloss. There are so many products that actually have multiple uses, but no one ever thinks about these things until you actually give it a try. Same with bronzer. Like bronzer and contour, they're pretty much the same thing. (laughs) They just have different names. And you can use that as an eyeshadow. You've got two products for the price of one.
1: Two products for the price of one? Now that is what we pineapples want to be hearing about. So that's our faces spoken for, but there's another massive budget burner up there too. Our hair! People spend crazy cash on hair, whether it's getting less of it, more of it, or making it into a slightly different shape. The haircut can easily cost upwards of $40 a pop. And if you want to maintain a style, it's pretty common to go every month or so. Not to mention if you want to do anything fancy with it, you can easily be looking at a bill that's a few hundred dollars at least for dyes, treatments and bleaches and more. But Angie says the easiest way to reduce the cost of haircuts is to just have less of them.
2: So my first tip is to cut down on your haircuts, which Probably sounds a little bit strange, and I know that a lot of people are very obsessed with their hair and that, you know, their hair is their thing. But to be honest, with the rate and the cost of haircuts these days, it can be an obscene amount of money. And like, I love my hair, don't get me wrong, but it's not something that I necessarily think a lot of money needs to be spent on. There are these things called a dry cut, and a dry cut is where you go to the hairdressers. You don't get a hair wash or a blow dry or anything super fancy like that. And you just get it styled dry. So they will basically just do a trim or any kind of style cut that you like. And the rate is around 50% off.
1: Angie's tips make a lot of sense. And mentally, I'm halfway there. But I wonder, can I go even further
3: with this? Enter Sandy. So my full name is Sandhya Veduri. From my childhood, we are three girls to my father. And so since we are from a lower middle class family, we don't have separate budget for the cosmetic section.
1: Now, I'm not making this about me, but growing up with a single South Asian parent on a budget, I feel like Sandy and I share a bond. My mum's my traditional beauty guru, but for Sandy, it's
3: her dad. He's from a farmer's base, so he knows what kind of leaves makes, will make, what benefits to our skin. So he usually prepares different, different kinds of products and he tests on us, but it really worked <laughs> well.
1: I guess you've learned all this because you grew up, you know, with limited means and your dad yeah. uh, came home with uh, fruits and vegetables from his work. So you had to find yeah. a way to look and feel good
3: on the exterior, on the cheap. Yeah, I really spend very, very less money on uh, makeup things because I know what product is for what. So for hair, uh, usually if you see anybody taking treatment for hair loss or something, it will be costing you thousands and thousands of dollars. But if you start protecting your hair by using these natural ingredients, you can literally see uh, how much good is it making to you. So why not why not?
1: So Okay, so instead of using beauty products from the shops, what sorts of things did you use?
3: The main things which I use for my skin is the fruit peels and pulps. So I usually get oranges, so I use orange peel which is dried under the sun. And you can also use chickpea flour with honey and milk if you use that mix and keep it on your skin before you go to any of the parties it works like
1: a magic and your face will be glowing like super. Because <laughs> in Sri Lanka, like my mum still tells me to put coconut oil on my on my hair. The other day, my younger sister, she pointed at my head and said I've got a bald spot, which I don't. I think it was just the way that my hair was parted. And my mum immediately went out and bought some coconut oil for me and brought it to my house and she told me to use it on my head, which is what she used to put on our heads when we were growing up. Like she'd massage and, it and she said, you know, you'll never go bald if you use coconut oil. Or why don't big hair shampoo companies do the same thing. Why don't they just use coconut oil in their shampoos?
3: Obviously, if you see the ingredients, definitely that is one of the main ingredient they are using in combination of some chemicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, so the main ingredient. If you are having it in a natural form, what is the point of using something extra and uh-huh. paying extra money for so that? You just
1: cut out the middleman. You just go straight to the coconut.
3: Yes, <laughs> I I really trust nature. Okay, so
1: imagine I've just uh, finished having some fruit salad and I've had some watermelon. What can I do with the leftover skin there?
3: You can just take that peel and then start applying to your skin. So that removes some dirt and it is actually cooling effect to your skin as well. (laughs) So I usually do that. Even papaya.
1: All right, let me throw some other fruits at you. Apple.
3: That is you can apply on your skin. Hibiscus leaves. So you can see red flowers to some of the trees where you you mash it, you'll get some kind of gel. Right. That's called hibiscus flowers. And uh, we usually use those flowers as well as leaves with soap nuts. And you can add shikai powder and then mix everything together for your hair. Yeah. Sounds delicious. That is very good for your skin, as well. So, do you
1: basically, you can just put any fruit on your skin and it'll do something yes, good?
3: Yes, yes. My husband and other friends look at me like crazy. That's I feel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, how much on, if you were to um, write down a beauty um, program for someone to look after their skin and their hair, how much would it cost yeah. them a week?
3: Not even $10. Less than $10. Less than $10, I would say. Just eat whatever you're eating, whatever you are doing daily with those ingredients, you are actually taking care of yeah. your health.
1: So don't give it to the dog. Put it on your face.
3: <laughs> yes, don't do it. <laughs> Just use it for your face and skin and hair. That's it. Not okay. even $10. I don't I don't spend much money other than
1: that. I think you've changed the way I thought about all this stuff. I honestly thought it would be a little, you know, it, it would be way more hippy-dippy and annoying but it just sounds pretty straightforward and easy to do. You just basically get fruits and vegetables, put it in a blender and then mash it on your face. That
3: works. And then you come
1: out looking hot. <laughs> after 30 to 40 minutes.
3: Dad, you should ask my husband.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I should ask your husband if I look hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, get his number after off I'm the. Show.
3: Those backups, yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess I need to get my hands on some fruits and vegetables. There's one person I know that eats fruits and vegetables. It's TV and radio's very own Veronica Milson. She's one of my friends.
0: Hello,
1: this is Veronica. Hey, Veronica, it's Naz, um, just wondering, do you have a few minutes to talk?
0: Um, like a little second. It's a
1: little bit crazy here because I'm just feeding my kids. I'll just call because you're uh, you you cook a lot, don't you? You're you're a good cook. You're a big cook. I mean, the average amount, it's not like I cook for more than the necessary amount of meals, but I guess just the standard amount, yeah. Yeah, so you, you use a lot of fruits and vegetables? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, hey, wh- just separately, when's your bin night, like, for your greens? Wow, these are really odd questions. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know. Wednesday I know. night. Wednesday night, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you go. So do you chuck a lot of um, leftover fruits and veg in, in your bin?
0: What kind of good shit
1: I need to do? What is this all about? No, just just, just wondering. Like, Honestly,
0: I have no idea what
1: this is about. So you, so I really if, uh, have to go. Is,
0: sorry,
1: sorry. So yes. you would be throwing okay, out sorry, a lot I of fruits and I don't know what this is about. All right, here are the top tips for the episode. When it comes to beauty, here's how you stay glam and save cash. One, look for actives. Make sure actives are the hero of the product that you're checking out. Two, invest in a good SPF 50 sunscreen. It's worth it. Three, get less haircuts. And when you do, get a dry one. Wash your own hair and pay yourself the savings. Four, use fruit and vegetables for your hair and skin. Five, find multi-use products. One product can often do more than just its advertised task. And six, it costs nothing to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you're beautiful. All right, that's it from me. Thanks for joining me on this frugal journey. Tell your friends about The Pineapple Project, all right? What else have you got to talk about? Huh? At some point, you're going to run out of interesting topics. Hey, did you hear the latest episode of The Pineapple Project with that guy Nazim, Naz, Naz, you know the one. Anyway, till next time, I'm Nazim Hussain and if you want to get in touch with me about some of your beauty tips or just frugal tips in general, I'm on Instagram, at Nazim Hussain, or on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all the rest. I read DMs, and if they're nice messages, I might even reply. Not within 48 hours, generally. Next time on The Pineapple Project, can you unsubscribe? We look at TV streaming services and how to get them without needing a second job to watch everything.
4: You've been listening to an
0: ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.
4: Hey there, it's Yumi Steins here, host of the smash hit ABC podcast. Ladies, we need to talk. Ladies is all about busting taboos around sex, health and relationships. We dig into the stuff that's actually hard to talk about. This season, we're looking at why so many of us are feeling utterly burnt out and how we can help ourselves repair when we're already running on empty. On the Monday when I was meant to return to work, I just couldn't get myself out of bed. I just couldn't do it. We're making a big stink about why women are so ashamed of farting.
2: There's so much about women's bodies that are policed and it's sort of an extension of that. Oh, no, you can't fart because then
4: you wouldn't be womanly. And it's like, what does womanly mean then? Does it not mean being a human? And we're tackling an issue that no-one wants to talk about, what it's like to face your own death. I do allow myself to be sad, but I don't let it overcome me. You know, I've got five girls who need me and they are the ones who you know, make me get out of bed and we just try to keep it as normal as possible. I'd love you to join me on Ladies We Need To Talk. Head to the ABC Listen app.